Hi guys, my name is Sarah and welcome to the first ever episode of The Breakup Box. Before we dive any deeper, I want to start by telling you a little more about myself. I am a senior at Chapman University and I have lots of experience when it comes to breaking up. I know how hard it can be and I'm right there with you. I really wanted to create this podcast because I already have a blog called Through Her Lens on which I write a section called The Breakup Box. The Breakup Box was originally conceptualized when a friend of mine was going through a breakup. I wanted to send her a box of chocolates and tissues, you know, all things breakup related, until I thought to myself, how much more impactful would it be to send her some letters of my greatest breakup wishes and regrets, and thus was born The Breakup Box. I've now been writing articles on my blog for The Breakup Box for about a year now, and I've gotten so much great response from these articles. It seems like everybody who's gone through a breakup can relate because a breakup is such a special time. It sucks, yeah, I'll admit that, but it can also be a wonderful time of growth. So I figured, why not extend the conversation and dive a little deeper into all things breakup related? For our first episode, I figured what was more appropriate than talking about the first week following a breakup. This is such a delicate time. Everything is still fresh, and you're probably still in shock. You know, maybe anger hasn't set in yet. I get it. I've been there, and I'm so sorry that you have to be there, too. But while it's delicate and a little scary, too, the week following a breakup is a special window of time when you're allowed to be sad, rely on others, and save the brave face for later. It's a time to mourn a loss, but although you're sad, life has to continue and pages have to turn. So taking it day by day, let's walk through the week following your breakup, taking steps to soothe your pain, encourage your healing, and nurture your broken heart. On day one, allow yourself to feel. Feel sad, mad, hurt, empty, betrayed. Feel it all and don't hold back. Now isn't the time to put on a brave face. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to lie down and cry. It's all okay. Talk to yourself in the mirror. I know this sounds silly, but a little pep talk from yourself never hurt anyone. The day my boyfriend broke up with me, I looked in the mirror and said, Okay, Sarah, your new beginning starts here. It's going to hurt. You're going to cry, but you're also going to be okay. Here we go. I love you. No matter what, I love you. I know that might sound silly, but try saying something like this to yourself. No matter how silly it feels, it's good to speak to your heart and thus speak healing into action. On day two, don't rebound. Just don't. Don't do it. Okay, don't. I'm actually going to talk about this in a following podcast episode, and we'll get more into why we rebound and why we really shouldn't ever rebound. The next thing for day two is to journal, journal, and journal some more. This is one of my favorite things to do after a breakup. It's like therapy, but on a college budget. Write down everything. If you can dump all of your thoughts onto a piece of paper, sometimes the dots will begin to align. And if not, at least your head will be a bit clearer, not to mention the fact that it's extremely empowering to look back months after and see how far you've come since the split up. Now it's day three. Enjoy some me time, or I guess some you time. 
there's nothing like a little bit of pampering that gets you feeling like the beautiful goddess that you are. Light a candle, put on a face mask, and soak in the tub. Read a book, maybe paint your nails. Beautify your outside, and soon your inside will begin to glow again. Also, open up to friends. They want to be your support system, so don't push them away or close yourself out. Although I know that sometimes that's easier, and I've definitely done that before. Allow yourself to express everything you've been feeling internally, and don't hold back. A true friend will sit, listen, cry, laugh, and eat ice cream with you, even if it only makes you feel a little better. For day four, buy a new pair of shoes. You know those hot red pumps you've wanted for years? Get them. I bought a pair of five inch wedges the day my boyfriend broke up with me and they made me feel hot. There is nothing wrong with that. Whether it's a pair of heels or a new dress, get what gives you the confidence boost you need. We hear it all the time, treat yourself. So why not actually do it? There's nothing wrong with taking yourself on a date because in the end, you're getting to know yourself again. And if there's anyone you should treat, it should be yourself. On day five, accept every invitation. A good way to ensure you don't turn into a hermit. <laughs> you're probably not ready to meet someone else, but it never hurts to flirt with a cute guy. Even if it's just a night out with the girls or a target run with friends, go. Get outside your house, change your scenery. It'll help, I promise. The next thing for day five is to find a balance between sweatpants and miniskirts. I guess this would be the counter to accept every invitation. If going out becomes overwhelming and you just need some time to be sad, I totally get it. Take the day off. However, once you catch your breath, don't forget to keep moving forward. It's day six now. You've been through five days of a breakup. It's okay to listen to sad music, but don't forget the happy songs too. While it's tempting to be doom and gloom, don't forget that this is about healing. It's about discovering your best self, learning to love the amazing person you are. Like I said earlier, yes, feel the hurt, feel it all, but don't get stuck there. Things only get better from here. Next, find your rock. At times like this, when everything is changing and even our own emotions feel uncontrollable, it's important to find something or someone to be constant and secure. And no, this does not mean a new boyfriend. Maybe this means revisiting religion. Maybe it means scheduling weekly phone calls with your mom. Or maybe it even means finding a therapist or a counselor. Whatever it is, find something or someone that can be consistent and steady in your storm. Congrats, you've made it to day seven. Set goals and look forward. It's so tempting to replace scenes of your relationship in your head, but it's vital that you continue looking forward. Set and work towards goals whether they're career, fitness, relationship, or even religious goals, have something you're working towards to keep your eyes on the prize because you have to keep looking ahead. And finally, and this is by far the most important step, remember that you're going to be okay. 
and never let go of that. And just like that, you've made it through week one. Breaking up is a long and windy road full of hills, valleys, and everything in between. In the weeks to come, there will be tears and meltdowns, anger and hurt, but also joy and laughter and new memories. The most important thing to hold on to during a breakup, like I said before, is despite how badly it might hurt right now, it always gets better. I promise. I'm really inspired to talk more about week one of a breakup, simply because I feel like there is this crazy misconception that we have to suddenly be okay. I don't think people take enough time to actually process their breakup. Instead, I think we push it down and we try to forget about it and we try to move on and we rebound and do all these crazy things only for it all to resurface a few months later. I think it's important that we begin taking time, even if it is just a week, to really allow ourselves to process the big thing and the big change that a breakup is. I know for me, when I experienced my first breakup ever in high school, I was devastated. I literally did not know what to do. I didn't know how I was supposed to function. I didn't know if what I was feeling was normal. And I'm here to just say that all of it's normal and to allow yourself to feel it all without any shame. See, a breakup is this crazy time of change that people don't give themselves enough credit for dealing with. It's actually really brave to go through a breakup, if you ask me, even if it wasn't your choice to go through one. I wish that someone had told me, Sarah, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, and it's going to be okay. So I'm here to tell you that. It's going to be okay. There will be ups and there will be downs. Some days will be better than others, and some days will just downright suck. But in the end, and no matter how long it takes, you're going to move on and you're going to be fine. So take week one of a breakup day by day. Don't worry if you feel like you take steps back. Just remember to keep moving forward and looking ahead to all the great things that lie in store for you. As always, I'm wishing you the best from behind the screen. And remember, breakups are hard, but they don't have to feel impossible. I would like to thank my lovely friend Charles Partita for composing and recording my intro and outro music. Charles is a junior here at Chapman University and is a music major. Make sure to send Charles some love on his social media and also check out my own. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Sarah Utsugi. That's Sarah with no H, U-T-S-U-G-I. Also make sure to check out Through Her Lens, both on Facebook and Instagram too. And if you want to find this podcast in blog format, you can find that on throughherlens.net. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first ever episode of The Breakup Box, and I hope that you come back next week when we talk about rebounding. Next week, I'll talk about all the different reasons that I've ever rebounded, why you probably shouldn't do the same thing, and other ways to move on in a healthy manner. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next week.